You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Let him, jab him, jab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. And welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia, brought to you here on this great, I have to say, great community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And on today's show with Pigeon Radio Australia, we have some very interesting stuff going on. We've got some interesting media check reports coming out of the Ukraine or the Ukraine-Russian war. So that'll be interesting to listen to. We've got another interesting um, check from the United Kingdom, which will be interesting to listen to. Also, we have some very tragic news from Lismore in New South Wales, where these floods are again, again happening it's just tragic what's going on up there and we'll hear more about that later on in the program and also we have a very special rumor i've heard from the australian national racing pigeon board that everybody will be interested in so stay tuned and we've got lots more here on pigeon radio australia so let's get on with the show And like every week here on Pigeon Radio Australia, I'd like to welcome my good friend, Mr. Tony Barbara. Hello, Tony. How are you? Good evening. Good morning to you and good morning to all the listeners and people all over the world. Yeah, good. How's your birds going, Tony? Well, well now there's slow and molten and they start to fly a bit better. Yeah, that's good. Very good. And uh, we're going to uh, have a break now and we'll be back with our media check for this week. And right now, we have a song for you from the legendary country duo Brooks and Dunn, and it's their great hit, Neon Moon, here on Pigeon Radio Australia. When the sun goes down on my side of town 
That lonesome feeling comes to my door And the whole world turns blue There's a rundown bar across the railroad track I got a table for two way in back Where I sit alone And think of losing you I spend most every night beneath the light of a neon moon. Now, if you lose your one and only, there's always room here for the lonely. Go watch your broken dreams dancing and out of the beams of a neon moon. I think of two young are running wild and free I close my eyes and sometimes see you in the shadows of this smoke-filled room No telling how many tears I've sat here and cried or how many lies that I've lied telling my poor heart You'll come back someday Oh, but I'll be alright As long as there's light from a neon sad songs seem to say what I think and it's heard inside of me ain't never gonna end oh but I'll be alright as long as there's light from a neon
For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 Double nine eight one thousand and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. All want is to watch their faces glow. There's more than enough to share to give them tender loving care. Come on, dig a little deeper and give that they may grow. Pigeon Radio Australia annually supports the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal. We have raised over $30,000 in the past eight years that Pigeon Radio Australia has been broadcasting its weekly program. 2022 is no different. Once again, commencing on Sunday the 3rd of April 2022, there will be 12 lots of top quality racing pigeons listed for auction via the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation auction site. We have this year set a target of $20,000 that we would like to raise. If you would like to donate a bird to the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal, please contact program producer Ivan Fontion 0424531111 or Tony Barbara on 0435494133. Or alternatively email your information to info at pigeonmedia.com.au. Pigeon Radio Australia is extremely proud to support the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal and are happy we can donate some money from the Pigeon Fraternity of Australia to help sick children. Please donate a pigeon to the appeal wherever you are and support the Royal Children's Hospital. I spy with my little eye something beginning with P. Posty? No. Power pole? Nope. Passenger getting off the tram. No. No, I mean there's a passenger stepping off the tram up ahead. Tram passengers are hard to spot. 
help make our roads safer by always stopping when a tram stops and only continue at 10 kilometres per hour when the doors have closed. When a tram stops, you stop. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Is there someone you know who might be alone, who could do with a friend so they're not on their own? Give a conversation as your gift today. A hello, a how's it, and are you okay? Some chit-chat, a natter, a check-in or two to say, I'm here and I care about you. Learn more at areyouokay.org.au. I was lucky that when I picked up the phone that day to call my best friend, that he answered. Despite almost every Australian knowing someone who has been affected by suicide, we still don't talk about it. Lifeline Australia's new podcast, Holding On To Hope, shares stories of survivors and the connections made to find the hope to keep living. Because when we talk about suicide, we realise our capacity to support those around us. Holding On To Hope. Lifeline.org.au forward slash podcast. When everything keeps changing, it's hard to know how to feel. So if the last couple of years have left you with mixed emotions, you're not alone. Search Beyond Blue Coronavirus for free tools, support, or to have a chat today. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds, a show about live music and emerging acts. If you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. The Worldwide Pigeon Radio Australia Pigeon Media Weekly Check.
Yes, and as every week we do here, the Pigeon Media Media Check, which means what we do is we comb the internet for interesting stories about pigeons, pigeon racing, and anything else to do with pigeons. Um, and we present it here on Pigeon Radio Australia each week in a checkup report. So on the first <laughs> unusual um, article we have, it's, a, it's, from, it's from Russia, and uh, I, don't know, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but Russia is now claiming the US trained birds to deliver Ukrainian bioweapons. The Kremlin's efforts to convince its citizens that Ukraine is the real aggressor are becoming increasingly desperate two weeks after Russia invaded Ukraine. The general consensus appears to be that the Kremlin has lost the information war. The call is likely very premature at best, but it's clear the Russian government's efforts to convince its own citizens that Ukraine is the aggressor and that the Kremlin is justified in bombing a sovereign nation are becoming increasingly desperate. For example, the Kremlin's latest claim is that the US has trained an army of migratory birds (laughs) to carry bioweapons developed by the Ukrainian army and that the said birds are preparing to fly into Russia and deploy these bioweapons. Uh, This message wasn't seated on some fringe message board by a conspiracy theory-addled extremist. It was boosted by Major General Igor Konashenkov, the chief spokesman for the Ministry of Defence of the Russian Federation, who was speaking on camera Thursday about this outrageous and entirely fictional plot. There's no point really engaging in this delusion, But, for the record, birds cannot be trained to attack targets in Russia or anywhere else with bioweapons. Howard Altman, former senior managing editor for uh, formerly Russia Defence Ministry, the United States is training migratory birds to migrate from Ukraine to Russia and distribute biobacteriological weapons. One question, African or European pigeons were famously used in both world wars for sending communications and there was also Project Pigeon, a US Army experiment in which pigeons were trained to sit inside missiles in an attempt to guide the weapons to their targets. It never worked. Konashenkov attempted to back up his bogus theory by releasing a cache of documents that he said proved the US was working with Ukraine to create bioweapons, a claim that's been thoroughly debunked. The purpose of this and other Pentagon-funded biological research in Ukraine was to establish a mechanism for the stealthy spread of deadly pathogens, Kodashenkov said. In a televised briefing, the Moscow Times reported... He claimed that the U.S. was researching how to use birds, bats and reptiles as vectors for spreading deadly... Where do they get these words? For spreading deadly diseases such as anthrax and African swine fever. The latest unhinged theory is simply an embellishment of the over 
arcing conspiracy coming from the Kremlin that Russia is firing, fighting the war to stop the Ukrainian government from developing nuclear weapons or bioweapons, even though there's no evidence of the Ukrainians are doing that. Konoshenkov has been sending these theories for days now. Earlier this week, he declared without proof that Ukrainian nationalists delivered about 80 tonnes of ammonia to a location near Kharkiv as part of a false flag operation that would see them blame Russia for a chemical attack. The claim that the US was working with Ukraine on developing bioweapons has taken hold among far-right groups, and Tucker Carlson even boosted it on his top-rated Fox News show this week. The documents released Thursday contain nothing to back up the claims Konoshenkov made, yet they're already being shared widely on far-right and conspiracy channels on the encrypted messaging platform Telegram as further proof that Putin's actions are justified. The documents have been posted in groups supporting the trucker convoys as well as numerous cannon link channels, and this is exactly what the Kremlin wants. Even though the Russian government knows what it what it's saying is patently false. It also knows there's an appetite among certain right-wing groups abroad to seize on any suggestion that Putin is conducting a just war and therefore they will willingly share these claims. The result is that the Kremlin continues to drive a wedge between left and right in the US, even when it claims that birds <laughs> are being trained to carry bioweapons. And uh, here's another story coming out of the Ukraine war uh, with pigeons, and it's a, it's a very nice story. This is a bit, bit different to that um, propaganda that the Russians are peddling about the US training birds but this one comes from Moldova in uh, the Republic of Moldova in Romania and it says uh, it's from Reuters Reuters has done a special report on this and Moldovan pigeons bring peace to Ukrainian refugees and the story goes like this Victor is a well-known pigeon breeder in the town of Palenka Moldova which is a, a Republic of Moldova is a, a, in Romania, just an hour's drive from Odessa. And now, with a war raging at their doorstep, he and his wife not only raise these festooned birds, they also house refugees fleeing the violence over the border. Victor said his regal birds offer a chance for some serenity amid the madness. We give psychological and moral support to our Ukrainian neighbours who face war. We have refugees and because we have all these birds, some of them are the peace symbol. We have the satisfaction of making them forget all the burdens from home from where they ran away. We welcome them in our courtyard with our pigeons who make them forget the awful memories from their home country. One of his guests, Natalia, who fled from nearby Odessa with her son, said her son could finally sleep properly after arriving at the guest house. We stopped at Galena and Victor's house, where it is quiet and we can sleep in peace, and the birds and animals are beautiful and make you forget about all your worries, and my son can finally now sleep soundly. Odessa 
normally an hour's drive from Palanka, is a picturesque Black Sea port that handles more than half of Ukraine's imports and exports and is seen as a major strategic symbolic target for Russian forces. More than 3.3 million refugees have already fled Ukraine through its western border since Russia invaded the country on February 24. Victor said, These are the pigeons I offer to our neighbouring country as a symbol of peace. We hope that everything will be over. There will be peace everywhere and that we will never have such an experience like them. And let's listen to that Reuters report. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty in-depth. And let's have a listen to this. Victor is a well-known pigeon breeder in the town of Palanka, Moldova, just an hour's drive from Odessa. And now, with a war raging at their doorstep, he and his wife not only raise these festooned birds, they also house refugees fleeing the violence over the border. Victor said his regal birds offer a chance for some serenity amid the madness. We give psychological and moral support to our Ukrainian neighbors who face war. We have refugees, and because we have all these birds, some of them are the peace symbol, we have the satisfaction of making them forget all the burdens from home from where they ran away. We welcome them in our courtyard with our pigeons, who make them forget the awful memories from their home country. One of his guests, Natalia, who fled from nearby Odessa with her son, said her son could finally sleep properly after arriving at the guest house. We stopped at Galina and Victor's house, where it is quiet, and we can sleep in peace. And the birds and animals are beautiful and make you forget about all worries, and my son can finally sleep soundly. Odessa, normally an hour's drive from Palanka, is a picturesque Black Sea port that handles more than half of Ukraine's imports and exports and is seen as a major strategic and symbolic target for Russian forces. More than 3.3 million refugees have already fled Ukraine through its western border since Russia invaded the country on February 24th. These are the pigeons I offer to our neighboring country as a symbol of peace. We hope that everything will be over, there will be peace everywhere, and that we will never have such an experience like them. And another report that comes out of uh, the United Kingdom, uh, the uh, Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs in the United Kingdom has sent out this letter to anybody that's keeping birds, but they do classify now, and I never thought I'd say this in the United Kingdom, I don't know what Her Majesty the Queen thinks about this, but um, they're classing pigeons as poultry. And the letter goes, Dear resident, I am contacting you as the UK chief vet because there has been an outbreak of avian influenza, also known as bird flu, in your area. The avian strain influenza strain in this outbreak presents a low risk to human health. 
And that's true. It is a low risk to human health. But is highly pathogenic for birds, meaning they can catch and spread the disease easily. More information can be found at the United Kingdom government websites. You have received this letter because your property is in or very close to a declared all protection or surveillance zone to assure the health status of birds within the area around confirmed infections we need to complete a survey of susceptible birds if you keep poultry such as chickens ducks or geese game birds pigeons or other birds even if you only keep them as pets we need you to take action. Yeah, they shouldn't have put that in the same line as poultry pigeons because pigeons are not poultry, I can assure you. If you do, that's like calling horses donkeys or, or zebras. If you do not keep poultry or captive birds, you can still help us by reporting dead wild birds. If you find any dead wild waterfowl, swans, geese or ducks or other dead wild birds such as gulls or birds of prey, you should report them to the DEFRA helpline on 03-459-33-5577. More information is available at the government websites. The Animal and Plant Health Agency, APHA, which is the government agency responsible for the animal health, is working working tirelessly to tackle any confirmed case of bird flu. Whilst we are doing everything we can, animal disease control is everybody's responsibility and we need your support. Most people are already helping by following the guidance above. I hope you will also pay, play your part by following the steps in this letter. And it's uh, signed by Christine Middlemiss, who is the UK Chief Veterinary Officer. And last but not least, and very important too, is that last Friday, Tony and I attended the uh, funeral of the late John Charles Yates, which was an absolutely beautiful uh, presentation for John's life. And it was more of a celebration than a saddening of his passing. But uh, they let pigeons go at the end, and uh, there is a video on the Pigeon Radio, Pigeon Media Australia page where you can see the pigeons being liberated in honour of John Charles Yates. And I'd like to say and, and send my condolences again to all his family and friends and uh, hope that John is up there in that pigeon loft in the sky and rests in peace. Rest in peace, John. You are remembered by all pigeon fanciers in Melbourne and you will never be forgotten.
Radio Australia annually supports the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal. We have raised over $30,000 in the past eight years that Pigeon Radio Australia has been broadcasting its weekly program. 2022 is no different. Once again, commencing on Sunday the 3rd of April 2022, there will be 12 lots of top quality racing pigeons listed for auction via the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation auction site. 
We have this year set a target of $20,000 that we would like to raise. If you would like to donate a bird to the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal, please contact program producer Ivan Fontion 0424531111 or Tony Barbara on 0435-494-133. Or alternatively email your information to info at pigeonmedia.com.au. Pigeon Radio Australia is extremely proud to support the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal and are happy we can donate some money from the Pigeon Fraternity of Australia to help sick children. Please donate a pigeon to the appeal wherever you are and support the Royal Children's Hospital. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. I know fire. I know that burning embers from bushfires can travel 30 kilometres, lighting new fires in seconds, like the one that burnt my house down. I know extreme fire danger ratings or above aren't announced often, but when they are, you need to be ready. Check the Vic Emergency app daily and be prepared to leave early. How well do you know fire? Plan, act, survive. Go to emergency.vic.gov.au. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. What you hear on Community Radio is governed by the Community Broadcasting Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au. 
Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And I have two very special guests on the line. I have from the Australian National Racing Pigeon Board, the publicity officer, Paul Gibbs. And from Lismore, with some very bad and sad news, we've got Paul Steenson in Lismore. And the pigeon fancier, Paul Steenson, has sadly been affected by the recent floods in Lismore which is absolutely devastating. He has lost virtually everything, including his pigeons, which were drowned. A GoFundMe page has been set up by his daughter to raise some funds to help his family get back on their feet. Any donations would be greatly appreciated. Uh, I'll give out the address during our interview, but, uh, yeah... um, Paul, I'm going to let you um, take it off because you're the first one that instigated all this. Um, And I'm going to let Paul Gibbs open up the interview. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio. Thanks, Ivan. Ivan. Very good. Paul. How are you both? Yeah, good, thanks. Listen, Paul, um, we've spoke a couple of times since the horrendous floods that went through Lismore. And um, I know you've sent me down some... You know, some terrible photographs of, of your home and uh, or what's left of your home and what's left of your, your pigeon lofts. So, you know, just to give the listeners a bit of an idea as to uh, you know, how, how things have gone and, and how you're feeling at the minute, how you're coping, uh, I'm pretty sure that people would like to know. Uh, well, Paul, um, right, we, we had the start of the flood. Uh, we, we packed up everything above the, the 2017 flood. Um, at that stage, me, me birds were safe. Um, at, and then at 6 o'clock, I, I went down and I got all my stock birds and put them up into the two-top nest. And even if it come up 1,500, 
everything was still safe. Um, but this flood had just kept on going and going, and it, it went three metres above the 2017 flood. And in that case, it, um, it, I, I lost everything bar four pigeons. Uh, there were 300 in total I, I lost with me race birds, stock birds, and, and all my show birds. Um, and then in, we go inside the house. Um, everything was, I say, downstairs was packed up above that. Uh, we went upstairs and we just count the steps and um, and the 17 flood was only 700 on, on the ground underneath the house. So every, everything was right. But as it kept on going and rising, and we'll count the steps out, um, and then you go from the front door to the back door, uh, at, at some stage you, you could feel the water coming up through the carpet, and then we made a hell of a scurry to get some personal items, what we could get. Um and then that's that is another stage there. I said to my wife, we've got to get out of here. And, and the day prior, we put a barbecue on the front veranda, and that barbecue was the only thing that saved our lives. <laughs> no, it's, um, you know, it's really hard, as I spoke with you earlier, no, it's really hard for people like myself to... Uh... It's, it's, it's just... Um, I'm going again... Um, it just, Paul, you, you just can't imagine. I, I know you've seen things on the TV. You, you had to be on the ground to see the carnage is done um, and people that lost their lives around me um, up the end of, like, one of my streets. Um, and then at that stage, we're on the barbecue that saved us, right? And then there was boats going past and we're yelling out for help because I have a grandson that has medical needs. Um um, oh, gee, that's. And I'm coming, and and the boats were saying, "There's more important people than you." And I thought, "Oh, right, fair enough. That's all right." Eventually, we got um, a, a boat come back. We got evacuated up to the end of the street, um, which was a, a high place, but then that house backs onto the river. Right out the the water at my house, as I say, was up to my chest when we got evacuated. Uh, eventually. Um, were taken up there and only had four inches to go to get inside that house. Um, and and the, at the end there, we had 45 adults and I think there was 10, 12, 12 kids and dogs. And we're, we're going to be in trouble here again. I said, where do we go? And she said, there's an attic. Well, you can't put 45 and 10 kids up in an attic. And, and there was just no boats coming. To, and eventually... Um, there was two boats and a red and white helicopter come over. Well, that red and white helicopter tells the boat people where there's there's people down there inside that house. And we got, eventually we got, um, when the boats come, I said, well, this young fellow's got medical needs. Well, we were the first out. And they took us over to the showground, which leads to the noon sort of thing. And there was cars over there, utes over there, taking us to evacuation centres. And, and that's where we we ended up sort of thing. Um, and then turn at that stage, we only got out with the clothes we had on. Um, and later on the afternoon, after a hot shower and all that stuff, we had to go up. You got to lower your head and we had to go and get big, or oh, we didn't beg, but we had to be given clothes and, and um, a toothbrush and, 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 a, um, and a hot meal sort of thing. So as I say, the stress of it all, yeah. Mate, that, that's, that's, 
yeah, really hard to comprehend, you know. It, it, it is, and, Paul. And, and it must and be it re- really hard on the family yeah, to, it, it to have gone through that and to now, to now sit back and really start to think about everything that's been lost you know, over a lifetime. And I believe now, as we talk, you know, that it's raining again up there. Well, we even got bad news today at 1 o'clock um, there. Oh, well, I can't say that the, the insurance, they're, they're not going to cover us for, for um, contents or anything. So we've completely lost everything. We only got out, as I said, got out with the clothes we had on. Um, and that, and that, no, and no, at the moment... Yeah. Um, who haven't been affected by it, yes, they can see it all on television, but you don't get the impact, like you were saying, and, and I said to you uh, during the week, you don't get the impact until you're there on the ground. You know, and it's, oh. just, uh, and it's going to take, I don't know how long, this is going to be horrendous, I think. Well, well Paul, as I was saying, I've just over home, what possessions we had left underneath the house, I've I've put them up above the 17 flood because we're going to get another flood in the next couple of days. Um, and I've got, there's four or five birds over there. Another fellow come and give me a couple of birds, which is the same blood. I'll put them up in the brand and I'm only crossing my fingers I'm going to be safe. Um, but it's just, it's just a carnage, Paul. And I just, people just can't comprehend it. And it's just the stress, um, the anxiety of what it does. Um, people, you just don't. People don't understand what you, um, what what you go through. And and as I say, we have some good bad. And other days like today, we just it's just one of them days. No, and now when they start talking about a, another flood coming through, which may not be as big, but just the same. You know, people are just sort of probably getting their their heads together and coming to terms with things. And and now. Everything to clean up and everything else is going to be put on hold because um, now there's further for further water coming. Well, well, it is. Uh, that, like the, the the army and all, and all the the people that are doing a good job. That they've taken the majority of the, the stuff away, and, and as pe- as they've gone, people are, are still going through the houses and getting other stuff out. And so there's piles are back out and out the streets again now. Um, and it's just depressing going back over home and. Um, and seeing all that, and you're going to face it every bloody day. Oh, I shouldn't say that every day. Um, it's just, it's just an endless job. Um, I don't know, Paul. I'm, I'm totally lost. So, how most other people there, you know, in the same boat, how are they feeling? Are they thinking of staying, rebuilding, or are they going to move on? Well, well, Paul, we're, we're all in the same. And, and as I say, that, that's our home. We, we can't afford to. You can't afford to go anywhere else. Um, it, it's just we've got to regroup somehow. And 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 all the people are talking to that they're not going anywhere. They're staying where they are. Um, this, this is our homes, our lives. And somehow we just got to regroup. And, and like some some people beside me, they've got no flood insurance, but they're insur- insurance people. They've come. And they're going to help them. And I, the mob I'm with, as I say today, they've come and they've dropped us like a bag of blood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, mate. What, what's, what's the excuse from the insurance company? Why, why aren't they? Well, it, it, it's classed as a flood. When the water, 
when the water comes, something else, it, they start with something and it, then it goes to a flood. And because we've got no flood insurance, um, after the 17 flood, they wanted 14000 from us to, to, to get flood insurance. Well, nobody can afford that sum of 20000 um, all, all depends who you're with, Ivan. And it's just, um, yeah, it's just beyond people. And how far has the water, the original water that that was, is, has it receded? Anything? Yeah, that that's gone back down to the um, to where it was. But then the, today, it, it's back up. Uh, oh, it's back up down to the lower car park in town, sort of thing. And now they've put the thing out to everybody to evacuate. And then there was. There was only a chemist over town, a chemist over our side on south, and the tyres are the only ones that are open. Well, everybody's cleaning up and um, all the food places that are looking after us and, and giving us meals. For it. Well, they're all packing up um, because everybody's going to get out again. Oh, that's shocking. Now, just tell us, what, what club did you race with up there? Uh, yeah, the Lismore Racing Pigeon Club. Uh, um, I'm the president of that club. I've been the president for I don't know how long. Um, but as I say, I've said to the fellas, I think this one's got me beat. I, I don't think I can come back from here, especially after hearing the news from the insurance mob today. It's just, yeah, you know, my house is my priority at the moment and, and, and getting my family back in there. Yeah, now, fair enough. Now, I believe that there's, um, your daughter set up a fund me page. Maybe daughter's in Brisbane because she can't get down here and, and she's taken that on her back to, that's her contribution to, to to help us, and 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 I think a big thank you to the people that's donating um, to to that. Um, all, all the pigeon people, all my pigeon brothers, you wouldn't know the support I've had, Ivan, from from my pigeon brothers. Oh, um, well, that's very good. I'm I'm happy to hear that, that that the pigeon people have pulled together to help you out. Have you got an address for that that you can give us? A uh, uh, who, Ivan? An address for the for the uh, web for the fund me page. Oh, Paul, you'll have to help me out there. I don't know where it is. Sorry, fellas, I'll have to break you right there because we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News, and uh, that's coming up right now on the hour every hour here on Southern FM. We present the National Radio News, and it's brought to you by Charles Sturt University, where they uh, actually teach people uh, for future news readers of commercial radio. So, yeah, it's it's a good service. Um, we'll be back to hear more of this tragic story from Lismore after the news and uh, we'll get the information for the website and the GoFundMe page where people can go and donate money to, to Paul Steenson and his family who have lost absolutely everything, have no insurance, insurance have defunct on them, then they're not giving them anything at all this it's an act of god my wife tells me well you know i don't know it's very disappointing but yeah we'll find out more about this tragic story after the national radio news you're listening to pigeon radio australia on 88.3 southern fm the sounds of the bayside melbourne australia Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the 
and welcome back to the show. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Pigeon Radio is pigeonmedia.com.au and check out the Southern FM website, which is southernfm.com.au. We've got groups on Facebook. We have a large group on Facebook with nearly 90,000 members and that's the Racing Pigeon Global. If you haven't already checked it out, go and check it out. The Racing Pigeon Global with 90,000 members on Facebook. We've also got our group called the Racing Pigeon Australia, Pigeon Radio Australia. So go and check that out as well. And we've got our Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia Facebook page, which has a lot of interesting stuff on it. And also you can get us on Twitter and our Twitter call sign is at Pigeons, plural, at Pigeons Radio. So go and check those things out. Now, before we broke for the news, we were listening to this terrible, tragic story from Lismore about Paul Steenson, who is, uh, well, obviously very, very upset by the whole ordeal, and uh, they're going to face it again. I mean, as we speak, these damn the damn rain won't stop so <laughs> it's not a good situation anyway we were finding out with his daughter has set a gofundme page up and we were finding out about the website address before the news and i think paul has some information for us paul uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the australian national board and the and the website this gofundme website for paul steenson if, if people if people want to go to the gofundme page um, if, if you have a look, if you, if you Google the Australian Racing Pigeon Journal, uh, Jeff Howell's got a page there where he normally advertises what's coming up in the next magazine. But there's also a link there. There's a, there's a, there's a bit of a comment with, with regards to, to Paul's situation. And there's a link there on that page that takes you to, or you can click on it, and it goes directly to the GoFundMe page. And, and it's not. it's a pretty simple... Uh, step to go through to, to donate money. So I had a look the other week when I, I donated myself and um, this, you know, it doesn't have to be a great deal of money whatever you can afford. I mean every penny helps. Uh, some people have donated quite a bit. Others, you know, it's all, all around $50 mark. Well, you know, people will, will donate as much as they can and every cent and every dollar counts. So it doesn't matter if you donate five dollars or or you know a hundred thousand dollars it doesn't matter yeah. it's the thought that counts and you're helping your fellow pigeon yeah. man that's in in great trouble at the moment in lismore which is absolutely the saddest story i've ever and heard when you when you look at an empty house at like say the shell shell of the house because the plasterboard all had to be taken off and paul sent me photos you know where it's just just an empty shell basically and you look at the work that's got to be done with no insurance to fix that. And then you've got all your white goods. You know, you can't survive, you know, without a fridge, freezer, you know, washing machine. You know, that, those are essential. Mattresses to sleep on. Um, and they're, they're, they're all look like they've got to come out of donations, you know, or, or people's kind hearts. And all Paul's just got to try and get the money together to replace all those items. Well, um, he's not the only... only person in that particular boat but I always say you know we try to look after people that we know our own brothers and if you can afford to, to give to the general um, appeals through the Red Cross yeah. and whatever else well and good but when it's somebody you actually know and, and, and one of our own I think if we can't do a little bit extra for, for one of our own then um, it's a pretty sad place. 
Yeah, it is very well, well, that's safe. right, Paul. I had another pigeon brother. Um, I'll say his name, Craig McDonald from up at um, up in Brisbane. He he's a plasterer. He, he come down and um, measured me all my rooms up yesterday, and he's talking with the the maid mob to see if they can um, get us a good price or get it as cheap as to to get us back on board. Now that that's an amazing job he's done, and, and as I say, there's all the other pigeon brothers that offered me birds. Um, when I get back on feet, um, you know. If, I'm hoping, but as I say, my house is a big thing at the moment. And, um, well, you've got, you've got, you've got to look after your family's and family's interests. You've got a home, or, you, or at the moment, <laughs> I was going to say at the moment you've got a house, but now you've got to turn it back into a home again. Yeah, well, I have, Paul. I'm one of the, I'd say one of the lucky ones. I have a house. Um, there's five, six up the end of my street, which are completely un, um, not inhabitable. They're, they're gone. Um, there's other ones over town, over north. They're just completely twisted, and it's just the force of the water, um, what the damage has done. And, 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 Paul, as I say, the photos you've got there, you can put them on the Pigeon Journal if you just want to. Um, I'll get, I've got no problem with that to just show you the carnage. And, and it's just... The, the birds, it, it's really when it, it's devastating to see what you've seen there, Paul. Those photos, and um, that's the thing that's rocking me. I, I just can't get over um, all, all that stuff I've lost. It's just, oh, no, I just that's, can't. It that's just, terrible. Well, look, I've got an address for that, and I'm going to put this address also on the Pigeon Radio uh, page, on the podcast page, and also on the main page. Um, and it's a GoFundMe.me. Slash B eight nine eight C B D A. So, the web address for the GoFundMe page is GoFund.me forward slash B eight nine eight C B D A. So it'll be on the Pigeon Radio website under this pod- podcast, also on the podcast page. So people will be able to find it very easily, and and um, I'll, I'll go and make a donation myself to, today. Yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate. It. As I said, I'm I'm not one for taking things, and and the people have told me like, I've had ladies from um, they've come down from the Sunshine Coast in, in Queensland, and then they give us a they uh, give us a, a microwave, a kettle, and toaster to get back on our feet when when we get there, and just it's just little things like that. The communities come together. Uh, I can't fault anybody, and as I say, me pigeon brothers, they've they've really sucked by me, and I it's a big thank you. I can't thank you enough. Well, I'm organising a uh, sale for the Royal Children's Hospital this weekend, but um, I'm going to uh, organise another sale for you. So we're, yeah. we're gonna, I'm going to ask people, please, uh, if there's any fanciers listening to this program today, if you want to donate a pigeon, we're going to do a, a sale also for Paul Steenson and to help him out because, I mean, GoFundMe page is good, but I think you'll need more help because... When you yeah. haven't got no insurance or nothing, you're gonna you're gonna need every cent and every help you can get. Yeah, yeah, I, I really appreciate Ivan. I really, you just, yeah, I, I really do. I just, I just can't thank you enough. No, it's my pleasure, uh, mate. I'm I'm happy to help because you never know that when one of us are in trouble, and then you can return us the favour when you're on your feet again, and we get into trouble. Well, it's the same same yeah, thing. It, we help each a, other. Exactly. Well, that's what it's all about. Um, like people's wanted, they've wanted birds off me, and you know what you win them with, and I, it's a Herman's, and I've given you know, birds that have a loan of them, breed off with yeah, and that, that's what it should be all about. 
people helping each other. Well, I told you when I spoke with you off air, Paul, that you've got no yeah. problems for birds, mate. You'll have plenty of birds. When, yeah. when you're ready to accept them, mate, you'll have plenty of birds coming on. I think you'll, you'll be having to turn some away. Yeah, well, I'm going to take you up on that too, Ivan. Oh, uh, look, <laughs> I told you, I, I'm going to breed your five pair myself. Yeah. All right? No. So well, when you're ready, let me know, and the five pair, the the, the stockies will go together and, and you'll get the first five five pair. Yeah. yeah. Mate, uh, I thank you for that very much. No, it's my pleasure, mate, my pleasure, anything. anything. Now, is the Australian National Board doing anything, Paul, in, in regards to this? Oh, we haven't had a, a meeting. We won't be having a meeting now till I think the eighth of April. You know, so I, I did mention it early when it did happen to the last meeting, but at that stage it was, you know, well, let's have a look what we can do. But um, it'll have to be put on the agenda uh, when they ask for agenda items for the next for the next monthly meeting. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think I think in a, a lot of uh, times that. Once the word gets around more, because I, not everyone has a look and sees, you know, see what's on um, GoFundMe pages or, or information like like that or on Facebook. But I think you know some of the, you know, I've been trying, I did send out information that's now appeared on Central Cumberland's website. The fancy is there if they wish to you know, go to the GoFundMe page and make a donation. I've all, already suggested to the President there that maybe when they have their next Federation meeting that um, the Federation itself may wish to make a, a donation. Well, I'm, I'm on the board on my Federation, so I'll, I'll put it up at our next meeting, which I think is in next week, first first Tuesday of the month, yeah. Mate, all I know is I would, I would hate it to be me. Yeah, you know, and, and I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure Paul told me he's retired now. And, um, yeah. I mean, when, when you're retired... If you're lucky, you've only got so much life savings to see you through your retirement. And, you know, you, you don't look to say, well, that life savings has got to see you through your retirement. All of a sudden you've got to, you know, pay out for a disaster. Um, you know, or, or you've got to try and turn around and if you're able to, go back to work. Mm. Now I'm yeah. going to ask you, Paul, what about the government? <laughs> I know it's a silly um, question, but <laughs> I have to ask it. Are they doing anything for you at all? Ivan, the government's given, they give you 3000 each, right? Well, that's, we've gone, we've had to go and buy some clothes for our, our, ourselves um, and other personal items, um, and that's yeah, that's a help. But apart from that, Ivan, there's it's just nothing really. Um, we're going back out... Um, this week we got some forms to fill in to, to to see what we can get or what we can't get, and um, as I say, I'm not the only one in, the, in, in this boat. There's a lot of other people um, in, in town that's going to um, be in the mm. same boat. But you know, I, I, I don't know. I, as I said, I'm, I'm a fellow that I don't go out and put my hand out for things. I, I'd rather donate and, and you know do that thing. But at, at this time. People said it's my time out to to get some help. So mate, that's, we're going out and just see what we can do. Mm. Yeah. No, that, that's, that, that's so I, I I really don't. Now, know. what about I, other members in your club? Are they okay? Is there anybody else? Uh, in this? They're they're all high and dry. There's another young fella. Um, he lost some, uh, just a few stock. He's down the lower river. He lost some a few stock birds and. Um, that the water went through his house, so uh, 
um, and a few beehives. He's a beekeeper. He lost some some bee equipment and that. Um, my other me, me son, he lives 500 metres from him. He's in the same boat as me. Um, insurance are not coming good. He's lost completely everything. They, he's got three young kids. They got out with what they had. Um, it just never you never expect the height. Um, it got to as they it, it comes three meters above the um, the seventeen flood, which meant it was fifteen hundred inside my house upstairs. And and as I say, if if I didn't have that barbecue, I, I would have had three more deaths in my house. That it just was over the head. Mm. And um, I, I said to my wife, because you, your head's going a hundred miles an hour when the water's come, we we'll think what you can do and. Um, with my little grandson, I thought if I could get him onto the front of the roof somehow, I'd do that. But that was because I'm an ex-bricklayer, and I, that's why I had to give work away through the injuries and that. And um, and then my wife, she, she said goodbye to me, and I thought, for God, hell, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's just shocking. I'm, I'm sorry, I just can't. No, I understand, mate. I'd be in the same same. I'd be feeling the, exactly the same. But hey, at least you got your pigeon mates ringing you up, and you've got someone to talk to, and you know that you're not alone. I'm not alone either. As I said, for me, pigeon brothers, Rob Marshall, he sent me a big message, and other other pigeon fellas up in Queen. Pigeons all over. Pigeon fancies all over the place that they ring up. Um, offer me this, offer me that, and without them, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big help, you know, the, and that, but it's just off days like today, um, and you start talking about things that just... Uh, yeah, yeah, I understand, mate, and um, I, I, I would like to urge anybody listening to this program, not just Pigeon Fancies, we we average yeah. around 80,000 listeners a week on our radio station here in on 88.3 yeah. Southern FM, so I'd be urging anybody that's listening to this program through the podcast or through the radio station... You know, even if you donate five bucks, you know, if you get if you get like yeah. a thousand people donating five bucks, that's that's pretty substantial yeah. amount of money. Yeah, it is, and uh, yeah, as I say, I, I I don't like taking it, but I'm um, I haven't we're, we're financially buggered. No, nah, mate, you got to take the help. You know, if if, yeah, if it's well, that, there, and me, don't so. don't don't feel bad about it, mate. You're in trouble. And you need yeah. help, and uh, just just accept it, mate. People want to help you. Yeah. Just yeah. just go with the flow. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Or very good. Paul Gibbs, very you got good. anything else to tell Paul? No, I'm really in tears myself listening to Paul talking. Yeah, well, it's hard for me too. I'm, I'm I've got tears rolling down my cheek, but I can't <laughs> show my emotions on the radio. So yeah. yeah I, I well, I apologise. I just can't help it. It just brings. Um, especially when your wife says goodbye to you, and it, it's not not good. No, yeah, no, no need to apologise, Paul. No need. Uh, yeah, no, no need to say sorry to us, yeah. mate. Uh, yeah. You need all the help you can get, and I'd be appealing to anybody that's listening to this program. The website yeah. address for the GoFundMe page is gofund.me forward slash b eight nine eight c b d a. So go and have a look yeah. at it. It'll be on the Pigeon Radio website, so you can pick it up there, and I'll put it also on Facebook and Twitter so yeah. that you can pick it up there as well. 
Yeah, I thanks Ivan for that and Paul. Yeah, I, I really do. And you I told that. you when you're ready for pigeons, don't worry about pigeons, mate. Pigeons will come. You'll be turning them away, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it down the track somewhere. Yeah, and good on you, mate. I, I, I do. I, I, I didn't I, think I could, but for the people that told me not to rush in to make a, a, a decision, you know, and as I say, I've got to build a loft from scratch because the loft on the on the western end, it pushed it back five metres from where it was and, and all the, the bearers and everything post underneath it just twisted it with the, you know, with the force of the water and it was only a caravan and it ran, I think, at the back that uh, um, a lady has that, that saved it from shifting down further sort of thing. Mm. Uh, so it had to be dismantled. And I've had, look, I've had lawyers, I've had electricians, school teachers, um, other people that's come and a couple of met me, younger members that are starting up. They've come and give me a hand to pull it all down. And um, it, the community spirit is, is being good. Um, and I can't fool anything. Now, well, that's great, mate. And, and I can tell you now that when the word gets out to all the pigeon people, you'll be inundated with offers. Yeah, it's just, and as I said, and I can't stop thanking the the Pigeon Brothers that are really come to the front and, and help me out. I can't, and I mean that. No, well, it's our pleasure, mate, and, uh, you know, we've got to help each other when we're in trouble, so. Yeah. That's the I way do. to go. Yeah. I All think, right, I think... Paul, I hope this this rain stops, the rain that you're getting at the moment, and, and, and you don't yeah. have another fiasco. Oh, crikey, I put the white flag up, Ivan, if, I, if it comes up any higher than the 17 flood. How long did they say that this would last, this, this storm? The oh, next yeah. one, well it's, well, it's only coming across now, and um, as I said, the the, uh, the SES put the thing out, we had to evacuate the Savi. Well, I I brought some stuff up here to me, brother-in-law's place where I'm, I'm living now, Um uh, and that's uh, and I've got to go back and get a bit more stuff now. To uh, there's not much left down there. You fit them in the in the back of a car. What we've got left, um, and that's uh, mm. so. Whatever happens, Ivan. Yeah, I just just go well, with the thing. We'll, now. we'll keep in touch, mate. And um, yeah, if if anything happens, you've got my number there. Um, yeah. Um, drop us a line so we can yeah. inform people yeah. what's going on. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much. No worries, Paul. Thank you very much. Look after yourself. Stay yeah, safe, yeah. and I hope you get through this next damn yeah. storm. All right. Thank you. Thanks, mate. See ya. Paul, all the best, mate. Take it easy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul. See you, Ivan. Bye. Bye-bye, Paul. You're welcome. And that, was, um, that was Paul Steenson in, uh, in, in Lismore, New South Wales who's absolutely lost everything. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be urging everybody to go and give this guy a hand because he really needs it. But wouldn't you agree, Paul Gibbs? Oh, that's for sure, mate. I just, you know, you sit in and wonder, you know, how, how, would, you, how would you cope yourself? I don't know. I'd, it's horrendous, you know. It's, uh, it's something you never think really going to happen that bad and for the floods to be four metres higher than the previous record, you think that's a lot of water. It's mm. a hell of a lot of water. And no matter how high, yeah, like I say, Paul's got a double-storey house and the house is on, on, on stilts, you know, and, and you think that's amazing, you know, and to, and, to, and to have to, you know, 
as Paul said, listened to his wife and nearly saying goodbye, you know, they thought they were going to drown and get washed away. Yeah. I mean... No, it's it's terrible. Shocking. No, anyway, no, Paul... You're still, like, when I ring Paul every now and again just to, you know, check up on him, you know, you think, you know... That's, the recovery is going to be that long. That's the problem. It's mm. not something. Well, I'm not, I'm not very impressed with these damn insurance companies. You pay them like when nothing happens, you keep paying them and paying them, and then when finally something does happen, then they don't want to front up to what they. You know yeah, what I mean? So I got a friend here where I live, and he's got a, a holiday home. He's been in the family for years. It's an old fibro place, but still, it's right on the river, and. Um, Last time they had the floods up here in Port Macquarie area, you know, he's, he had about 18 inches of water go through the through the house itself and it destroyed all the furniture and whatever else. But I was talking to him about insurance. And I said, oh, you've got the place insured, haven't you? He said, no. He said, you know, the, 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 the insurance company wanted $14,000. And he says, yeah, it's not that I can't afford that, yeah. but he said, that's $14,000 every year. Mm. And he said, you know, in 10 years' time... Mm. If there was no further floods, you paid a lot of money out for mm. flood insurance. Mm. And so he's had to go without it. Mm. You know? no, it's, it's shocking. Absolutely devastating, uh, Paul, what's happened to poor old Paul Steetson. And uh, I'd urge everybody, please, to go and, and donate even a dollar. It doesn't matter how much you donate. As much as you can afford, just donate a little bit of money to the poor bloke because he's absolutely lost everything hasn't got nothing left no furniture no house birds all gone i know he'll get birds back again when he's ready to start up again that's not a problem for the birds but um yeah his family's suffering a great deal and uh, i know there's a lot of other people suffering all, all over lismore and uh, in that flood region but when it's one of your own and and you know them personally it's uh, you want to just reach out and give them a hand. That's that's what friends are for, and that's what um, we as a prison fraternity should be doing. If anyone gets into trouble within our fraternity or in the wider community, just reach out and give them a hand and give them a help. So uh, I'll give the uh, website address for the fund me page and go and donate. You know, five bucks, dollar, two dollars, whatever you want. You know, if you can donate more, donate more, and it's go fund. That's all in one word. GoFund.me forward slash B898CBDA. I'll repeat that. GoFund.me forward slash B898CBDA. That's for pigeon fancier Paul Steenson who has sadly been affected by the recent floods in Lismore, New South Wales. Now, we'll take a break and we'll be back after this. Sure. Now we're fine. 
changed my mind I've opened up the doors Help me if you can I'm feeling down And I do appreciate you your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. 
Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor to watch their faces glow There's more than enough to share To give them tender loving care Come on, dig a little deeper And give that they may grow Pigeon Radio Australia annually supports the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal. We have raised over $30,000 in the past eight years that Pigeon Radio Australia has been broadcasting its weekly program. 2022 is no different. Once again, commencing on Sunday the 3rd of April 2022, there will be 12 lots of top quality racing pigeons listed for auction via the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation auction site. We have this year set a target of $20,000 that we would like to raise. If you would like to donate a bird to the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal, please contact program producer Ivan Fontion, 0424531111 or Tony Barbara on 0435-494-133. Or alternatively email your information to info at pigeonmedia.com.au. Pigeon Radio Australia is extremely proud to support the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal and are happy we can donate some money from the Pigeon Fraternity of Australia to help sick children. Please donate a pigeon to the appeal wherever you are and support the Royal Children's Hospital. When everything keeps changing, it's hard to know how to feel. So if the last couple years have left you with mixed emotions, you're not alone. Search Beyond Blue Coronavirus for free tools, support, or to have a chat today. Želite li okusiti Hrvatsku? Ugodite hrvatskom glasu s Maricom Čov. Hrvatska glazba, vijesti i čet. 
svakog ponedjeljka od 22 do 3 sata, upravo ovdje, na 88.3 Južna FM, zvukovi uz obalu. Monday is from 10pm to 3am, tune in to Croatian Voice with Marica Čok, a taste of Croatia with Croatian music, news and chat, right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Nab him, jab him, tab him, grab him, stop that You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on this great community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is pigeonmedia.com.au and the Southern FM website is southernfm.com.au. Go and check it out. There's some good podcasts there. And you've got a program guide. We've got some very interesting programs here on Southern FM, so go and check it out. Um, uh, There's some really great presented programs. Um, You've got the one at 2 o'clock, International Caravan with the Captain, and he plays songs from all over the world. So go and check it out. Southern FM website, southernfm.com.au. Don't forget Pigeon Radio Australia podcasts via the Podbean network. And uh, you can catch our podcasts online. And these programs are podcasts immediately after this program finishes on a Wednesday at 12 o'clock. You can go and get the podcast, download the podcast and have a listen to it again. Or if you haven't listened to it you, and you haven't got time to listen to it while it's on air on the radio, you can catch up with Pigeon Radio Australia every week on our Podbean Network podcasts. And uh, they're found via the Pigeon Media website, which is pigeonmedia.com.au. Now, I still have Paul Gibbs on the line after our um Well, not terrible interview, but a tragic interview, I can say, uh, with Paul Steenson in Lismore. But uh, I've got some interesting information from somebody on the Australian National Pigeon Board, and I want to pick Paul's brains about it. So uh, let's see what he has to say. Paul Gibbs is on the line. I've had some information uh, given to me that um, the Australian National Racing Pigeon Board is organising a big race. Yeah, they're organising what we want to call a Grand National. Um, exact, it's still work in progress because there's a hell of a lot to, to sort out between the different states and transportation and that uh, type of thing, as you can imagine. It's not uh, it's not as if everyone's living in the one location. <laughs> but at this stage, the, the, it's going to be a 10-bird uh, national, um, open to all flyers, who are flying over 550 k's, I think it is, um, which is including you know, 
Brisbane, all the main federations along uh, the coast of New South Wales, and across, of course, down into uh, into Victoria and also to South Australia. And even though it's only at this stage, um, well, it's going to go ahead, but the, the date and that is still going to be advised is either going to be around the first or eighth of October. And um, it's already on on the um, South Australian Homing Pigeon Association schedule, but that's likely to, to change after a few more discussions have to take place. Hmm. But it'll be a great a great opportunity for, for people to actually compete in a, in a national event, uh, even though you know, we, we can't include our our poor brothers in Western Australia. But next year, hopefully, um, if it's a success this year and it continues then people in Western Australia can breed pigeons and send to one of the other yeah. states for someone to uh, to fly on their behalf. Yeah, Australia's just too big, isn't it, to do, well, to do a, national, a national, national... A real national, what you want to call a national, unless you've got birds that come in, you know... It's, it's pretty good when you think at this stage it's, it's you know, what... And Tasmania is involved. I don't want to forget the people down in Tassie, but they've... Uh, so you're looking, you know, Queensland, New South Wales, Tasmania, Victoria and South Australia. So you've covered a, a large part of Australia. And if people in Western Australia, like I say, next year breed pigeons, send them across to a friend to um, to fly in the national, well, then Western Australia is also covered. Well, I think it's a good idea because it's going to give Australian pigeons, especially on, on the eastern side of the, of, of the country, um, recognition worldwide with a race like that. Well, that's it, and they're, they're, they're really hopeful that um, like if it's because it's going to be, we're going to term it you know, a grand national, not just a national, because different federations have their own uh, independent nationals that they like to call. But um, you know, if we get a grand national, uh, where nearly all the states are competing in, then there's a good chance we'll probably get some pretty wide media coverage you know, to help raise the profile of the sport. And, um, you know, all, all these things are going to be an advantage to the sport. Down to, say, a 10-bird limit, you know, and um, I think uh, I think when when, it, when the dust settles a bit and the final organisation has been done, I know a couple of the uh, board members are working now on a, a um, you know, a proper brochure, advertising brochure that will be circulated and uh, on the websites and, and sent out to different federations to, to post on their websites. Hopefully it'll be well supported. And I think, too, that they're going to, of course, people always ask about, you know, liberations. Well, they're going to be separate liberations. Of course, all them, all them um, cities and, and capital cities, they are not all going to be liberated together. The pigeons have got to go in all sorts of different directions. Yeah. So they're going to look at liberation uh, staggering, probably... Half an hour between well, have each, to. <laughs> each state, yeah. uh, and, and that will still which one goes up. It'll be based basically on distance and prevailing wind. You know, so oh. which city gets liberated first? Oh. Yeah, you know, so uh, there'll be no tangle. You know, trying to get them all tangled up and breaking out of a bit. And then, more. how do you, how do you have they discussed how they're going to work out the result at the end? Well, of course, it's like everything. Ivan, once you've got the idea going, then you're starting to look for for people to, to help the board members because the board members in each state, and I'm assuming each board member will take on some responsibility for the results um, and organising um, all those things that need to be done within their 
their state region, um, but they'll also be looking to have you know, other volunteers assist them. One, one man can't do it, one board member can't do all the work for their particular um, area, whether it's Melbourne or South Australia. So although, there, like I say, there's, there's, a, there's a member for each area or each state. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a big ask. It's a, it's a big um, job to, to, to undertake. And it's only through support of everybody um, and hopefully, you know, that anticipation of what it would be like to fly in a a real national compete against all other states. Because they're going to to also look at, um, you know, um, having a photograph of each state winner and a big uh, proper merit card or certificate for each state winner and all the photographs to be placed on the webpage and, and advertised. So... The prize money and that sort of thing will be worked out too. At this stage, there's probably going to be a percentage to, to uh, overall, but most of the money will stay within the states. Mm, no, it sounds really good. Oh, I'm excited about it myself. No, well, hopefully, you know, say it's um, time rolls on too. As I say now, well, we're nearly heading into April. Uh, October will soon roll around, and people need to um, you know, have some leading time. You can't um, do it all of a sudden and say, oh, it's on next week. So hopefully everything will be organised and, um, you know, it'll it'll get going and be a a huge success. Oh, I'm sure it will, Paul. And uh, when's your next meeting? You did mention it before. I think think it's 8th of April. 8th of April. So uh, after your next meeting, we'll, we'll invite you back again to fill us in on what's happening. Yeah, well, hopefully I can have some you know, some more more definite news, and the brochure might have been finalised. And of course, we'll be asking you to place it on the web page. No, that's not a problem, mate. Not a problem. And uh, we'll send it out to all the federations to put on their particular websites and uh, create a bit of interest for it. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Well, with Facebook and all that sort of stuff, we'll get interest in it very quickly. I'd say. Yeah, and I think I think. Pigeon fanciers in general in, in this country are looking for something, you know, like of this. Of course. You know, we, we have, you know, I mean, people, well, I'm, I'm, as a previous member of Central Cumberland, you know, we, we had what people still term the Young Bird National, the All Age National, but basically just a derby or a derby, you know, because you're mm. only competing against yourself in, in, a, in a city. Well, we're it's, discussing it's here to have, have, have um, all, uh, all our feds going on the one truck from, in Victoria, in Melbourne. And then trying to organise long distance nationals every week. Mm. But, but in a lot of ways, you know, that's only, only my opinion. I mean, I know all the feds in Melbourne do, do quite a few different um, combined races, and um, yeah, probably their proper terminology is a combine rather than a national. Mm. A, a national can be misleading. Yeah, I suppose. But um, people people do want more national races because at the moment we only have one national race. Annually. Well, you know, say Cumberland well, and most federations, you know, if they're going to have a national, it's usually the Young Bird National, the All Age National within their federation. And apart from that, you know, that there's there's no other big glory races. No. And Cumberland, I think, is one of the only federations that really have, um, you know, they only have a five-bird limit for both. And I know a lot of other federations, it's a ten-bird limit. Mm. You know, so, and I know some flyers in Cumberland have been trying to push it to ten. <laughs> but uh, my, my own opinion is, if you can't pick your five best pigeons, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> uh, well, yes, well, you know, I've had it from from people in Belgium told me 
the, the more that you select, the better you are because you're always going to be picking the best birds. <laughs> I don't know how you work that one out. Well, <laughs> well they, reckon, they, yeah. they reckon that uh, one fella told me that as I keep going and selecting the pigeons, he said the selection will come easier and easier. He said, you know which birds to pick. Oh, that's right. Practice anyway, makes I, perfect, I, I, in I, other I words. I still think that true judge, again, my own opinion, when it comes to those you know, special races, you know, to pick your five best pigeons is hmm. something special. You yeah, know. it is. There's, there's, a, there's a flyer in Sydney, mate, most pigeons, people must know him or heard about him over the years, Trevor Steed in central Cumberland. Yep. Uh, Trevor, Trevor's in his 90th year, I think. I got an email yesterday. And he's, okay. he's only missed one one year's racing since he's been oh, flying pigeons. Good on him. Good and, on him. We'll um, have to have Trevor, him on one day. A few years ago, Trevor, in, in Cumberland's all-age national, from um, 600 kilometres, a five-bird limit, he got three pigeons, three hens, to win the race. Gee. Yeah, so, so in Europe, he could have you know, claimed first, second and third. Yeah, of course. But Central Cumberland, you're only allowed to take one prize. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got first, second, and third in the national with three hens, and he calls them Charlie's Angels. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a fantastic effort. The man must really know what he's doing. Yeah, of course right. he does. If if he's getting results like that, of course he knows what he's doing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's how he's getting on a bit now. But he was, uh, he was a. Well, we'll have to, you'll have to organise him. You'll have to organise him one day, Paul. We'll get him on the radio, have a chat. Yeah, he's still very coherent. I haven't spoken to him myself for a while, but the guy who sent me the email yesterday oh. said, no, he's, all his marbles are still there. He oh. talks fluently. And, uh, but, you know, you, you look at people like Trevor Steed. I mean, he, he's waned a bit now because he can't do what he used to be able to do because of his age. He's another person like Paul Stinson. He's an ex-bricklayer. And, um, yeah, he flew in Cumberland and was a top flyer in Cumberland for, for years when Cumberland did have a big federation, you know, six, seven hundred members. Mm. You know, they're down to just over you know, 200, 250 now. But he, he was a gun flyer when they had that, you know, that big, big federation. You know, I always think, you know, it's a, a testimony to a guy who can compete mm. against that many flyers with big liberations and continually be at the top of his game. Mm. No, it's fantastic. No, we'll have to have him on the radio one day. All right, Paul, we've run out of time. Thanks very much for being on again, and uh, we'll have you back after your next meeting. And, um, yeah, we'll keep in touch with Paul Steenson in Lismore, and um, we'll make sure he raises some money. We'll organise a few more things for him. Well, thanks very much for that, Ivan. I'm glad you come on board. I was starting to scratch my head as to how much I could really help him out. And, uh, um, I think we'll get a good response when people hear this program. We'll get a good response. All right, Ivan. All, all right. right again, and you have a good day. Yep. Thank you very much, Paul, and uh, we'll catch up again. Bye bye. Okay, mate. All the best. Bye.
Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Taramid. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Stop the pigeon, 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 stop on the program today, Paul Steenson. What do you say, Tony? They can donate a couple of dollars, at least. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If we had 100,000 people donating a dollar each, that'd be 100,000 for the guy. So, yeah. That will get them off. Go and have a look on the Pigeon Radio podcast and also on our Pigeon Media page. That's www.pigeonmedia.com.au. You'll find the link there and go and donate whatever you can to help our pigeon brother, Paul Steenson. And don't forget to tune in to Pigeon Radio Australia here next week on 88.3 Southern FM where we're going to have, well, the auction for the Royal Children's Hospital will be underway because it starts on Sunday. This Sunday, don't forget, via the uh, Greater Melbourne um, auction site, Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation auction site. So go and check that out. And um, we're going to have details of some of the birds that are in the sale. So the sale will be on while we're on air. So um, tune in next week for some details of the great birds we have donated for the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal Pigeon Radio Australia, Pigeon Media Australia auction for the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, all the listeners, and goodbye to everybody around the world. And don't forget, Paul, donate 
to help him. And uh, we'll catch you next week, same time, same station, here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio. So, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.